You are listening to the Magnetic Marketing Marketing Secret Gold Members Only Podcast. How many of you guys had some breakthroughs in that last little session? Cool. All right. Now I'm going comp- to start compounding on this now, okay? Because this is how I look at funnels and offers and pages and traffic and all these things, right? So when I have, um, when I have a funnel that I'm putting together, I'm doing this ahead of time, right? All the potential stuff we could possibly do. All different offers and things like that, Okay. And then what are the stories tied to each of those products that could be combined to an offer? Now, if you look at this, right? We talked yesterday about hook, story, offer, hook, story, offer, hook, story, offer. At every single phase in this process, there's always a hook, a story, and an offer. In this page, there's a hook, a story, and an offer. Here, there's a hook, a story, and an offer. Here, there's a hook, a story, and an offer, right? It's not just like this isn't the offer. There's offers every, every step of the way, right? If I'm going to get somebody to give me their email address, it's an offer, you give me email, I will give you this. If I want somebody to click on my ad, click on this ad, I will give you this. If I want somebody to open my email, open my email, I will give you this. Like, we're using this a billion times every single day. And I think sometimes we're thinking about just the big level, like, wait, I'm making the offer. Here we go, ready? And the sell is the offer. It's like the sell is like the 30th offer down, down the chain, right? We're making offers every single day. Every video we put out, every podcast, every, everything is an offer for somebody to pay attention, to grab their attention, to hook them, tell them a story, make them some kind of offer, Right? And so um, the reason I wanted to do this, I want you guys seeing like, what are all the potential stuff we could have inside this funnel? Because then when I come back, I'm like, okay, how do I create this, right? So I look like, let's, let's start maybe right here in the middle. This is where most of our brains go initially. It's like, okay, here's, here's the thing I'm actually going to sell. So let's say it's my book, right? So I'm going to say, okay, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to grab this right here. And that's going to be this right here is, is the book, right? And then what's the next thing if they buy the book? I'm also going to give them, oh, maybe it's this piece right here. I'm going to plug that in. That's this right here. And then over here, I'm going to grab this piece. I'll put that right here. I'll grab this piece right here. Boom. And now I have the actual offer, right? It's an irresistible offer. And for some reason, it's not irresistible. It's like, hey, if it's not irresistible, it means maybe don't do that. Do this one instead. Or maybe I need this. And you're trying to figure out, like, what, am I, what can I create that gives everybody, like, that feeling where they have to stop and, like, run around looking for their wallet. 12-year-old Russell has to go beg his parents for the, for the credit card, right? It's all about making an irresistible offer. So that's the first step here, right? Um, but then I want to go this direction, right? So here, let's say this is the product I sell. If back here, if I have a squeeze page or a landing page or a webinar registration or something, what's the offer here? What am I doing to get somebody to give me their email address? Okay, maybe it's like, oh, I'm going to grab this right here. Maybe that's the offer for the email. And maybe if I want to get their messenger, maybe I'll grab this and that'll be the offer for the messenger. Okay, so for example, let's say this is the Traffic Seekers book in the future, right? So you get Traffic Seekers book, plus you get a private members area with all the best in the world teaching the actual tactics of all the stuff I talk about in the thing. Plus you're going to get, I go through four or five things, right? Because that's the offer. And I'm going to step back one page here. Okay, for the email, what am I giving for the email address? Maybe I'll say uh, back here, the offer could be like, if you give me your email address, uh, I'm going to give you access to a one-hour session, this really cool event I gave to my highest level clients. Um, we did an event called Traffic Secrets. In the very first opening presentation, I talked about... Um, about, the, uh, about how to figure out exactly who your customers are and where they're at and where we're taking them. It's one hour presentation I gave. I'll actually give you access to that presentation, which might have been this thing right here, when you give me your email address. Okay? And then we have a messenger bot. It's like, um, I'll give you the video, but if you also want the transcripts, you can see my notes. Um, uh, add messenger here, and I'll also give you the transcripts. Boom. Now someone's like, oh my gosh. I'll give you an email, and I'll give you my messenger because I want the video and the transcripts, Right? Boom, they got it. Now I go to the next page. Boom, now I'm making the offer. Like, cool, now you got this. I'll give you the book. And I'll give you this. And da 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 Now I'm making the irresistible offer there, right? So go back one step, okay? Now if I go back one more step, back here, this is the ad, right? So here's the ad. So think about this again. Whenever I think about the ad, somebody's sitting there. I don't know why. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm always visualizing whoever's on my Facebook feed sitting on the pot scrolling like this. Because <laughs> I don't do that. 
but I assume that, right? So that's the mindset I try to get in. Right here, I'm thinking about 12-year-old Russell in his bed, like sorting junk mail. Right here, I'm thinking about the dude on the pot. He's got two to three minutes, depending on how he's feeling that day, and he's scrolling. What's going to get him to stop? Right? And like, ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. Like, what's going to get him to stop right there? Like, that's the mindset you got to be in, okay? So it's like, what, if, like, what is the thing here that's getting him to stop, right? So the offer for here could just simply be like, um, uh, hey, last month I did this event. It was amazing. All these people, maybe show some footage of the event, like something to create desire, right? Hook, I tell a story about this event, my top and clients. We talked about this thing. And the most valuable presentation was this one about whatever. It's amazing. If you click on this link here, um, I will take you to a page where you can request free access to that video. Hook story offer, right? Boom, they stop. They click boom, over here. Boom, hook story offer. This hook's really easy. Like get your free video of whatever, right? The, the video here p- probably told the story bigger. They saw videos of it. Maybe here the hook is just a picture of me on stage, like pointing to the whiteboard, right? And then the offer, and then they go there, and then go from here and here, right? And they start moving through the thing, okay? But I want you guys to think, like, when you're doing a funnel, all it is literally is just, like, you're taking all these potential things, you're breaking down, like, okay, here's the hook story offer on this page. Here's the hook story offer on this page. Here's the hook story offer for this, and there's probably a hook story offer for each of the elements inside of this. I'm going to spend more time on this depending on how much money I'm asking. If I'm selling a $27 thing, I might spend, you know, five minutes going through this. If I'm spell- selling, uh, you know, $2,000 thing, I might do a 90-minute webinar to go through all this, Right? It depends how much you sell, how much time you spend doing the story, hook story, offering all of these. And then after someone buys, then the next page is the upsells. The upsells come back, okay, cool. Someone just bought this. What's the next logical thing they need? Like, well, maybe they need this piece right here, and they need this right here. And we start building the offers that way. Okay, a couple of things I want to do before we do the exercise. I want you guys thinking, because um, one of the biggest questions I get from people all the time is like, well, what price point should my upsells be, Russell? And I know by the way they ask the question that they don't understand the problem. Okay, it has nothing to do with the price point, right? What you do, if you look at this whole thing, it's all about the logical progression of your dream customer. Okay, stop thinking about his traffic and funnel. Start thinking about his human beings, right? A human taking a duke is on the trot. He sees your thing. He stops for some reason, he or she. He clicks on it. Then comes this page, right? So what is happening? This page is like, cool, I want this free thing. Um, and then they come here and like, you're thinking through the, the logical progression of where they're going, okay? Now, um, one of the, one of the mistakes I used to make all the time, it took me a while to figure this out. In fact, we didn't, it's um, the first time we did the 108 split test book, um, uh, I made this, this mistake. I thought, okay, people that buy split testing books, they're probably really interested in split testing, right? So my upsell was like, cool, you just bought a split testing book, you're excited about split testing, I'm going to give you this video course with like 5,000 hours of video split testing stuff, right? Because logically it's like, oh, they bought this, means they must like this thing. And like my, our take rate was like a half a percent. I'm like so confused. I'm like, I don't understand. They, they told me, they raised their hands, so I'm interested in split tests, but for some reason they didn't. I couldn't figure it out. And one of my friends, uh, Tim Irway, he went through and bought my product and he messaged me and he was like, hey man, how's the upsell converting? And he's like, dot, 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 I know it sucks. And I was like, what? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, but why do you, why do you say that? He's like, I know exactly what you did wrong. I'm like, what did I do wrong? He's like, you assumed that because somebody bought a split test book, they wanted more split testing stuff. He's like, that is like a fallacy that for some reason all his marketers believe. He's like, you have to understand the second somebody buys this, whether they, they get the result or not, the second they buy it in their mind that this problem has now been solved. Think about the weight loss industry, right? As soon as you buy a, uh, an ebook about how to get abs or whatever that is, as soon as you buy it, even though the ebook hasn't showed up, you haven't read it, you haven't done anything, you haven't changed your diet, you haven't changed your lifestyle, the second you bought it in your mind, that problem has now been solved. So if I go to the next page, like, cool, you bought my ab book, I'm sure you give my ab course. You're like, but I already have abs. I just bought them. Like, <laughs> You understand? Like, I don't need them anymore. 
right? That's what's happening in the mind of your customer. So you think through your dream customer, like, like everything you sell opens up the next thing, right? So if I sell you a book on funnels, next thing you need is a course, on, like you need a software on how to, like, to do it, right? If I, if I give you a, um, or a book on funnels, the next, step, the next logical thing you need is you need traffic to your funnels, right? It's always like the next step. Like what's, by giving them this thing, it solves a problem for them, but it always opens up the next problem, right? If I give you six-pack abs, now you got six-pack abs, but the next problem is what if you want huge biceps, right? Or what if you need uh, to eat healthier? Or what if, like, what's the next the thing that happens in their customer journey with you, okay? So that's how you're, that's how you're, you're sequencing the logical sequencing of, of the offers you're making, okay? And it's happening at a micro here inside of the funnel, right? This is the micro I'm taking them from, from whatever it is to the next thing to the next thing. But it also happens on the macro if you come back and look at your entire value ladder, Right? Like in front of my value ladder, I'm bringing people into funnels. And then the same thing's happening there. Does that make sense? So the logical sequencing of my value ladder also follows the same principles, right? It comes back to that question of how do I serve my customer? What can I do? Here's my dream customer. Let me visualize them. Like, cool. They just bought this book. Now they have this and they read it. Like, where are they going to get stuck? Okay, cool. That's the next problem I'm going to solve. Okay. And they get that and they've got to solve the problem. What's that? Now what happens? Okay, solve that problem. Then here's the next thing. I, look, I just look at like my books, for example, .com Secrets. Help you understand, oh my gosh, I need a funnel. It's awesome. And they make a bunch of funnels and guess what happened? None of the funnels converted. And I was like, ah, oh, the problem why the funnels don't convert is because like you all suck on video and you're like not telling stories very well. Ah, oh, so let me write a book because the next thing you need is this thing. So I write expert secrets. Like, cool, here's how you communicate with people and like you build a following, all that kind of stuff, right? So that book happens next. And like, cool, we got a funnel. Now our funnels actually have good stories. We're making some sales. We're not growing. It's like, okay, what's the next logical thing my customers need to be successful? Oh, they need more traffic. They had traffic. That's going to be boom. It's now the third book, right? But if you look at that, inside my funnels, the process is similar too, right? Um, uh, at a micro, it happens, and it also happens at a macro. Does that make sense? So steps in a funnel and then, and then offers in a value ladder. It's always thinking about that, okay? So the question is not how much should I charge for it. The question is what is the next thing my customer needs to be successful? By buying this thing and getting abs or solving the problem, what is the new problem that happens after they've got it, okay? And that's how you're doing it. And then you price it based on what is actually it's worth, right? Like I try to get like a value of, I try to make it 10 times what I'm actually selling it for, right? So if I create something amazing in OCO and it ends up the actual value in my mind is only like 30 bucks, it's not very good. I gotta make something that's like 10 times that. So it's gotta be worth like 3,000 bucks, I'm gonna sell for 300, right? Like that's what I'm always looking at, at least a 10X value of anything I'm gonna sell. And so that's kind of how we logically sequence through, through the offers, okay? So what are we gonna do during this exercise right now? We're gonna spend uh, three minutes again and uh, just kind of work on your, on your own. Is, the same, is what we just did here is look at the stuff you created earlier and you kind of know these things now and why you start kind of placing them like, okay, cool, on my ad, I'm gonna tell this story here and the offer's gonna be this when they come to the page, right? So they, they see the offer, they hear the story, they click on the button, they come here and they're like, cool, now I'm gonna give away this. If they give me the email, I'll give them this. If they get a messenger, boom, now we got that. And over here when they buy, I'm gonna take this, 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 and this. This is the problem it's gonna solve. And it's going to, the next thing they're going to need after we solve this problem is going to be this thing. And then we're going to plug that in. And I want you to kind of take this, this palette of products you created and start creating offers for each step here inside of the funnel. Okay. Um, let's spend three minutes doing that right now. And then uh, we'll come. All right. Time. Okay. Hope you guys got good at exercise because we're doing a lot more of it here for the rest of your lives. If that's okay. All right. Okay, I want to bring this up. This is the, the framework we're starting. We've been working on off this thing, okay? So again, yesterday, Dream 100, starting your own show, driving these into traffic control or that you earn. 
And from there it goes in the front end funnels. So the question I've already got a couple people asking is like, well, what's, what's the front end funnel like? Is it, is it a tripwire funnel? Is it a webinar funnel? Is it a this funnel? Is it, it like, what's, what's the funnel that's the front end funnel? The answer doesn't really matter. Like, it's just a funnel that's going to work, right? You can use any of them. We use webinars as front end funnels. We use tripwires as front end funnels. Um, the goal is just a funnel that's going to, that's going to take these people and convert them profitably at least to break even or maybe, maybe, maybe more. Uh, I call it here self-liquidating offers. We call them self-liquidating offers because the offer will make it so that the traffic is free. That's the goal, right? We got the traffic for free uh, when we do it. Okay, so that's kind of the, what these are. So I have a bunch of different ones here because it doesn't really matter what type of front-end funnel. In fact, it's interesting because I... When we first wrote the dot-com secrets book, we talked about value ladder. I was like, the lowest thing here, and then you go up to the next thing and the next thing. And so that everyone's like, oh, I have to write a book before I can do anything. And hey, who's ever written a book? It's hard, huh? It's like, of all the things you do, it'll be the hardest thing, I promise you, right? But the book is a really good front end, and because you can grab something, you can warm up, you can buy a lot of value. But if you look at a webinar, which is typically higher up the value ladder, um, in fact, let me map this out real quick. Um, Webinars are great to lead with because you have the entire 90 minutes with them to provide the value, right? To get somebody to buy it. Someone can meet me brand new, never heard from me. I can get on stage and talk for 90 minutes and sell something. And they'll, they'll give me $3,000 because that webinar is what provides the value. So the value isn't always in the value ladder. Like, it isn't like they have to buy the book and then you got to wait two weeks for they'll buy the next thing and then the next thing. Like, it doesn't always work that way. Right? Someone comes in on this front and front and buys the book. That's awesome. And then I can start sending them up. But if they, want, if they come over here and they register for webinar, this is a great front end funnel as well, right? And then maybe they're like, well, they're too cold to give me $3,000. That's not true. You have, you have time, right? Time's on your side. You have this clock where you have like 90 minutes to warm them up and build this relationship and build rapport. And then you sell, sell at the end, right? So instead of like someone buys a book, they read it, and then they naturally send up two weeks later. It's like, okay, we're going to compress that, bring them in here. And we're going to do it in a really, really short period of time. We're going to do it in, in a 90-minute thing, and then in that session, they'll have enough time. Now they're able and willing to go and buy my next thing, right? Same thing with like a high-ticket, like a phone funnel. So if you had a funnel where you're selling people on the phone, like we drive people all the way cold, super cold into here. We're on the phone, and then the phone call is the warming up process. It warms somebody up through this thing where they're providing value and moving up the ladder. So you can drive people initially to, to any of these that work. It doesn't matter. It's just creating one that works or creating multiple ones that work, right? We have... Conservatively, John, how many front end funnels do you drive traffic to for us on a daily basis? 15. <laughs> About 15 or so. Okay. Um, and the way it typically works is usually one will work really good. So if you guys watch our ads and you're like, man, I see expert secrets everywhere and you see it all the time and all of a sudden it starts going away and all of a sudden, like, oh, I see dot com secrets. Oh, and it starts going away. And like, oh, I see. And like, you're like, they're, they're like, you see this blasting thing for a while, right? And the reason is we have an offer. It runs for a while. It's working really, really good. And then the longer you get it, it starts getting more and more stale. You get ad fatigue. More people see it. It stops working as effectively. The cost to get, uh, to get people in gets more and more expensive. And as soon as it's points where it's like we're, we're at break even or close, then John stops that one or pauses or slows it down and puts in the next offer, which is like, boom, it works again. So you run that one for a while, and then it starts getting more expensive. Then it goes and um, starts getting more expensive to acquire customers. You get to about break even. He stops it and puts in the next one. And we keep rotating it through. And Honestly, I think if you had three or four really good offers, um, it doesn't mean you have to new offer every three weeks for the rest of your life, right? You have it and it works for, I don't know, probably an average of four to six weeks, you think? Four to six weeks it'll work and it starts, it starts wearing out and you put the next one in, it works four to six weeks, next one in four to six weeks. And at that point, you run the first one again, it magically starts working again, right? So you just keep rotating through a couple different front end offers. So it's not just one, it's like make multiple front end offers. That's okay. Um, don't do what I do and create tons because then John's like, seriously, like, can you stop creating new front-end offers and just make more videos to sell the ones we have? Um, I just love building funnels, though. I can't help it. I'm addicted. All right, so um, 
Okay, so what we're doing right now is the next phase of this, okay? So how does, how does this all tie in, okay? So this exercise we did was really useful, but if you do it once, then it means you failed the activity, okay? You gotta be doing this a lot. So if we come back, let's step back a second, okay? So we've got the Dream 100 here. I'm gonna call this section List Hacking. Thank you, James P. Frill, for getting me excited about talking about this today. Okay, so here we got Dream 100, right? So we've got all these people. Okay, and there's like different ways to do this, right? Um, I remember when I was wrestling, my dad used to tell me, he said, uh, he said that, uh, that a coach can take anybody to a certain level, right? They can take a certain level. And he says, it's interesting, it's like you come in and there's all these wrestlers in the room and the same coach is coaching everyone. And some get higher, some get lower, but there's like, there's a level, there's a gap where a coach can take someone to. Right? And he says that if you look at the difference between um, all the people in the room, the people who become champions, there's extra 20% is not something the coach gives you. It's that person willing to do what everyone else is not willing to do. And my dad told me that, and he said, look, everyone else is going to be wrestling practice the same three hours as, as you. Um, if you want to be a champion, like, we got to do more because everyone's doing the same thing. You have to do more. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? He said, well, um, I'm going to come. As soon as practice ends every day, I'm going to show up, and then we're going to wrestle for another two hours afterwards. And so every single day, as soon as practice got done and all my teammates are on the ground dying and they're getting up and they're going to the locker room to change, I see my dad walk in the room, he's come back down, and I was starting my second practice, right? And I went from starting, I started wrestling in eighth grade, which was super late to start the sport. Uh, but my junior year, I was a state champ. My senior year, I took second place in the nation. as was All-American. And like, I compressed like a decade of time in two or three years because of that, right? And so for a lot of you guys, what you're going to do is you're going to do what everyone does, and you're going to target your dream 100, you're going to have one front end funnel, and you're going to drive people to it, and that'll be what you do. And it'll work, and you'll get to a certain level, but you'll be capped out of that. For those of you guys who want to, like, how do you take the next level? How do you go deep? How do you really, like, start figuring this out? Um, it's when you start really customizing these things. So, for example, um, one, of the, one of the things James talked about today, he said, when we first met me, I, I told this story, but one of my dream 100 is a guy named Dave Asprey, right? So here's Dave, who owns Bulletproof, the Bulletproof Executive. If you ever had, had Bulletproof Coffee, he's the inventor of that, right? And so I was like, Dave's got all these like executives and business owners and all these people who I think need funnels, right? So I'm like, I could have my ad be like, hey, you should buy my thing and show it to Dave's audience because we know Dave's audience is like probably has interests that will be similar to me and it might do good, but we'll do a lot better is what if I did this? I go and I say, okay, here's Dave Asprey. I'm going to build a front end funnel specifically for his audience. This is that 20%. I'm going to build a, a funnel, a front of funnel specifically for Dave Ashbury's audience. I'm like, well, what do I know Dave Ashbury's audience likes? They like Dave Ashbury, right? That's all I know. Or they hate him and they're just following because they want to see the train wreck, right? Who knows? Whatever. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, I know they do that. So what I did is I, I contacted Dave and his affiliate manager. And I was like, hey, I have a cool idea that can um, help us sell a ton of your products. Are you interested? And they're like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, cool. Can you send me a whole bunch of bulletproof products? And they're like, yeah. So he sends me like $1,000 worth of products. So I get like bulletproof coffee and MCT oil and these pads that have spikes on it that you lay on when you sleep at night and a whole bunch of these other weird things that, I, you know, that these biohacker guys have. And then I put a page right here and there's a video of me with all that stuff. And I was like, hey, if you're on this page, it means you must love Dave Ashby, the bulletproof executive, right? Cool. Well, I did a deal with Dave where he gave me all this crap, all this stuff that you guys will love. And he's giving me a chance to get away for free. How do you guys want us for free? Oh, give me your email address down below and I'll give you an opportunity to enter a drawing to win all this stuff for free. Um, just put your email in down below. And then we took that and then they opted in down here. It's like, cool, thanks for, for, uh, for opting in. Here's links to buy the stuff direct. And I put affiliate links to, Dave, to all the products and the things so they can go and buy it, right? 
And then we took that ad and then targeted Dave's audience. So people who were taken to Duke, who love Dave Asprey, are scrolling. All of a sudden, see this guy with all his Dave Asprey stuff. And it's like, hey, do you want free uh, Dave Asprey stuff for a year? And like, yes. Boom. They click on the link. Come over. Boom. Give me your email address. Another chance to win. Boom. They put email address in. And they're like, oh my gosh, I've never seen the spiky mat that I sleep on. They didn't try that thing. It hurts. Anyway, um, I'm going to buy that. And they start buying. And I make affiliate commissions. I build a list and a whole bunch of other cool things, right? And I bring them into my world. Now I can communicate with them because I'm the guy who gave away the thing. Like, you're probably wondering, why in the world did Russell Brunson give away Dave Ashby stuff? Well, first off, let me tell you about myself. Boom, I built the bridge. I built connection. And now I leverage that audience the right way, right? Think about this. Let's say um, and a couple of things. I, this strategy is insanely powerful, but you also be kind of careful because um, some people are litigious. So just, <laughs> but if you do it cool, it's not bad, Right? Um, and in fact, it's really, really good. It helps them. And so like, think about that way. Like, um, I've seen some people try to do this, um, who did get sued because they're stupid, right? Like I saw someone go take some of Tony Robbins products and like rip them off and have like members there with all Tony's products for free. And like, like Tony doesn't take lightly to that. Right. But if you contact Tony's company, like, Hey, I want to promote your stuff. Cool. I'm affiliate. Cool. Can I buy some stuff and give, do a giveaway? Like who's going to say no to that? Like it's, it's ridiculous. So what I did with Tony stuff, I went to eBay and, uh, I wanted to find all the old school Tony stuff where he was like super skinny and like because he was so skinny he looked like his teeth were even bigger and all this cool stuff right and I bought all these old Tony Robbins products um some of them are out of print right now and I did the same thing I was like hey I'm getting a bunch of Tony Robbins products who wants to enter chance to win all these things boom drove them to the thing opt-in free thing and then we started getting Tony people on our list did the same thing um with Dan Kennedy boom and it's like you're looking at how do I create front and funnels that'll grab those people and pull them into what we're doing okay Robert Kiyosaki I talked about doing this on YouTube going to YouTube talking to Robert Kiyosaki one powerful thing the hardest the biggest thing to, to think about with this is like, is bridging the gap between the dream 100 person and you. How do you, how do you bridge that gap? Um, the example with Kiyosaki that works really well is like, is like opt in here to get um, uh, a members area with like my three favorite Kiyosaki videos that I learned so much from. Plus I'm going to give you commentary on like what I learned and how it applies to me and how it applied to you as well. And now you got the opportunity, like in the thing that you're giving away or they're opting in for to actually um, uh, to have your voice in there and people start connecting with you as well. Does that make sense? So those are some ideas to get the wheels in your head spinning, right? Um, think about all your dream 100. Someone, like, imagine this. Let's just say Gary Vaynerchuk, right? So you want to target Gary's like 5.5 million people on, on Facebook. So I go into Gary V's show. I scroll through like 50 years of things. And I find like one episode that's amazing. Then I go back to Gary V's audience. I have this page like, hey, Gary V fans, if you're half the steps of Gary's I am, you've gone through all this stuff. But if everything I've ever listened to in the last five years, there was one episode that had the biggest impact. I mean, it changed my life more than anything else. In fact, it was so good, I got it transcribed because I wanted to be able to read it. And I, from that, I made my own notes and I made this like bullet list of the top 10 things that I learned. And, uh, and I have this next to my bed so I can see it every single morning. Um, if you're interested uh, give me your, like, come over here and give me your email address. I will email you the transcript and my little PDF thing for free. And then I'll give you a video of my commentary about what I learned and how it helped me. And, uh, and, uh, and that way you can use Gary's stuff even more efficiently. Who here thinks Gary would sue you if you did that? She thinks maybe. I think he'd be flattered, right? If any of you guys are like, I'm going to, anyway, I'm not going to give you ideas for my stuff. But like, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, and then you, you start doing this, like looking through people's content that it's free anyway. Like, Again, don't take some products they're selling and give it away, but like people have so much free content anyway. And if you go through it and you're the person who's like categorizing and archiving and figuring out easy ways to do it, like that's value. You're providing value right there for somebody. You're giving commentary on it, okay? So this is like, these are like, I just kind of went through like a couple, like three free opt-in funnels that are super easy. Um, uh, 
But then the next tier, it's like next level down is like, hey, these are free ones. How do I do, if I want to go from like just a squeeze page funnel where I get someone to squeeze page in for something cool and go to like a tripwire funnel, right, where, I, where I'm going to sell something. So I want to, I'm going to figure out who my buyers are. Imagine going to any of the Dream 100 and say, hey, I want you on my podcast. Would that be cool? Get them on your podcast. And then not only just do the podcast, you could do something physical. Like you can make uh, the transcripts. You could uh, record and make a CD or MP3 player. You could ask them like, hey, uh, I love your stuff. Do you have anything you've created in the past that I could give to my audience? Okay, it's not hard to get people like, oh yeah, like what are, you, what are you looking for? Like if you ask me something like that, if I had the time, like I've got so much back archives of content in 15 years of me doing this. If you're like, hey Russell, I'm in the real estate industry or I'm in whatever thing and I've got this audience, um, they're listening to the podcast interview, but do you have anything else that I could give these guys? I'm like, oh yeah, um, here's this thing I did like five years ago that's amazing. Here's a, a book that we used to publish that's unpublished. You can do whatever you want with it. I give it to you and then boom, you can make a free plus shipping out of that or something. And now you've got not just an opt-in, you get a free plus shipping funnel that you could go and create for that person as well, right? And so you're just looking for those opportunities to like, how do I create these front-end funnels that aren't super complex, they don't take a lot of time, but I can go and I can target people specifically in Dream 100 and increase um, the conversion rate, decrease the cost because it's so hyper, hyper-targeted. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, all right. So the reason I want to kind of bring that up is because um, this exercise we did back here, not that one, not that one, this one, this is the thing you should be doing all the time, okay? If I'm like doing this deal, I'm like, okay, I'm going to target Tony Robbins' audiences, so here's my question, okay, people that are in Tony's world, what do they have, what do they need, okay, what do I got, what can I put together, like, okay, Maybe I need to call Tony. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do a thing. Maybe I can, and you start building out this potential product list of all the stuff that you can figure out that could serve Tony Robbins' audiences better. You're not legally in trouble for things that are out there that are already free, stuff like that. And then taking that, okay, how, what can I do? Boom, the first thing, this could be on the video. I'm going to talk about the top 10 things I learned from Tony Robbins at UPW, right? Boom. You can watch this. I go to the top 10 things like, hey, if you want a, a PDF download, you can print these things out. Go over here and opt in. And you're going to get that. And then over here, boom, and you start taking people through this, this process, right? Um, and sometimes, I'm trying to the best way to explain this. Like, let's say, I'm, let's say I'm using this Tony Robbins example, right? Like, this whole entire funnel doesn't have to be a Tony Robbins funnel, right? Let's say I'm using Tony Robbins because I'm selling funnels, right? So what I would, if I was doing this, like this right here would be my products. This is the bridge between Tony and me, right? So I'd have something like, let's say it's a picture of me and Tony on stage or whatever. And it's like, hey, uh, Tony interviewed me a little while ago, uh, and it was really awesome, and his, his home in Fiji, and here's some B-roll footage of it, it looked amazing, and it was super cool, and, uh, and uh, if, you, if you want, I can give you a free copy of this interview, just click on the link down below. They click on the link down below, takes them here, it's like, cool, get, the, get Russell's free interview with Tony, give me your email address, they opt in, they can, the next page comes here, and it's like, cool, you get my email, for Tony's being emailed to you right now, um, and uh, you may know, like, why would Tony want to interview me? Well, um, I wrote a book that's really cool called Expert Secrets. And this book, Expert Secrets, teaches how to be like Tony Robbins. How can you get on stage and share your voice and share your message and change the world? And so uh, I figured if you're a Tony Robbins fan, like, you probably like this book as well. And so uh, we set up a really cool deal for you. It's free plus shipping. I'll send it out to you and blah, 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 blah. Right? So this whole game, you guys, if you think about it, it's just, it's just bridges. It's like, how do I bridge the gap from here to here? From Tony Robbins' news feed to get in this cop and click. What's the, what's the hook story offer that's going to bridge the gap to get them to come to the next page? Then on this page, what's the hook story offer I need to get them to give me the contact information here? And how do I bridge that to the thing I want, actually want to sell? And then from there, how do I bridge it to the upsell? Like that's all we're doing in this game is figuring out how to create those bridges at each step in the gap. 
Okay? Um, I don't know if I want to go any deeper on that at all, if that's kind of the, the core stuff. Um, yeah, so let me show this picture here. Okay, so this is kind of what I want you guys to do for the exercise. We're going to do um, this exercise, and then we're going to break to lunch. Um, but basically, I just want you guys to start brainstorming. Like, if I was to start going crazy, squeeze, paste, funnels, I'd even go, go one step back from this ad. To here, so go right here. So here's you got here's your dream 100. From here, they're going to be the news feed where they're scrolling through, and from there, it's like uh, the funnel. And you don't got to build 30 right now, but I want you to build like if I was if you were to go home tonight and you had a chance to like to target your dream 100 with one front end funnel that you're going to customize for that specifically, what would you do? So what would be who's the dream 100 person you're going to grab? What would be the hook story offer here? What would be the hook story offer here? Like what would that funnel look like? I mean, kind of map it out. Just like we did, um, just like we did on this guy right here. What would be the pieces you'd plug into each step of that funnel? Make it customized so it's super targeted for his audience to plug in with you. This is the extra twenty percent. Okay, so let's take three minutes right now and try to try to map that out for just one front end funnel you could create tonight if you were to go back to your hotel room to target one of your dream one hundred. Let's map it. All right. Okay, for any of you guys who are looking at this, be like, but Russell, you want me to create that many funnels? That's a lot of funnels. Like, uh, I don't know if I can do that. It's super, super hard. ClickFunnels is so confusing, right? All right, so old school, it used, to, <laughs> it used to be hard. We used to do these all things in front page, and it was hard. But as you know, it makes it really, really easy. And I want to, like, uncomplicate this for you guys for a second. Can you throw that, that page up real quick? How many of you guys have seen this page right here? Okay, so guess how long it took me to make this page? Yeah, less than one minute. As of right now, this page, uh, last time I checked, the, um, the conversion rate was like 79%, 78, 79%. Uh, it is generating the last six weeks over 85,000 leads for me. Um, it was pretty easy. So using this as a template, imagine this. You do an interview with your Dream 100. You have the interview. You take this page or a page like this where you have a picture, an arrow, and a box, and a headline. You say, check out my amazing interview I just did with Dream, insert Dream 100 name person right here. And they have a picture of that person right here and say, get free access to the interview right here. And then you target the Dream 100 and then people come here and then they give you the email address. And then they join your show. They listen to your podcast. They do the thing. Now you got them on your list and you can email every single podcast episode you have. Right? And you do it for the next Dream 100, the next Dream 100, and the next person. And then you just do this over. Like, it doesn't have to be super, super complicated, you guys. Um, I feel bad. Um, none of them are in the room right now. So hopefully they're not watching from home. But some amazing designers, I was like, I want a page. And they designed all these amazing, beautiful pages. I said, like, no, 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 no. Like, I want like an old school 1998 front page style page. And so they designed these other ones that look like old school. And I'm like, no. Like literally, I just want a white page with a picture and an arrow pointing to a box and a headline. And then they didn't do it. So I just went to ClickFunnels myself, wrote the headline, uploaded the image, went to Google Images. I was like flashing arrow and that arrow popped in and I stole it, threw it in here and then we launched it. And if we talked about leads, so 85,000 leads, basically in the last 45 days, if the numbers were only a dollar per lead, it's $85,000 a month raise by putting that page together. Was that worth the 30 seconds of effort? Okay. So don't like think, oh my gosh, Russell, I can't build a funnel. This is going to be impossible. No, like it's, it's not like it's, you create an asset already, grab that, boom. Hey, do you want a free interview with Gary Vee? Boom, right here, email, opt-in, 
throw the thing, next page, bridge the gap with the thing you're actually selling. And that's, that's the process. It's simple. It's easy. You can bust these things out really, really fast. You don't even have to hire a marketing agency. You can just take this page, clone it, copy, paste, change the headline, boom. And now you've got these front-end funnels to start bringing people and bringing them in and bringing them in and bringing them into your world. Okay? That makes sense? Yeah. How many of you want me to sell you this funnel template I spent years on? <laughs> I shouldn't have undersold it so bad. Actually, that flashing arrow, and I didn't honestly steal from Google Images. I did initially, and I had my guy remake it because I felt guilty. So it's actually legit my version of it. If you guys want to rip it off, it's, I'll sue you. Just kidding, I won't. All right. Okay. So that's front and funnels, you guys. Front and funnels are, are fun. The biggest thing I want to stress, um, I know most of you guys know this in the room. There's been people who watch us or people in the room who don't know what I'm talking about that I want to kind of stress is the fact that what we call these front and funnels, once again, is we call them break-even funnels or self-liquidating offer funnels, okay? So many of us who are in this business think that this is our business, right? Like, Russell, I'm, I'm working my first funnel. I'm working my first funnel. I'm working my first funnel. And they're stressing about this first funnel they're building for crying out loud, and they spend six months a year. Um, some of you guys don't even have ClickFunnels accounts now. Who doesn't have a ClickFunnels account in this room? I'm not going to tell you. I know for a fact that some of you guys don't have a ClickFunnels account because you're waiting to build your first funnel. Are you kidding me? Like, it's insane. It's insanity. Like, do this tonight, and you have a funnel. And then every time you do your Facebook Lives, you can push somebody into a funnel, right? Like the process starts right now, not tomorrow, not in a year. Like this should not be a super complicated process, okay? Headline, image, opt-in box. You don't need an image. If you a picture of you, take a picture of your phone real quick. Now you got your image. Like it's that simple to make something, right? And then you have something to start pushing people into, start pushing people into, okay? Now again, the biggest power of ClickFunnels is how fast and easy it can get to get these things out. Like, don't stress about like making it perfectly, just getting stuff out, getting stuff out, like trying to figure out what's going to work. One of my favorite stories is Trey Llewellyn. He came into our ClickFunnels world. He came from selling t-shirts and he's moved on to ClickFunnels and then he did what all good entrepreneurs do. And he instantly upgraded our inner circle, gave me a whole bunch of money, which is awesome. And he's like, I'm building my first funnel. This is what's going to be. And he showed it to me. I'm like, cool, looks awesome. He launched it and it bombed. And he's like, ah, and try another one and it bombed. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to do a funnel every single week until one of these things hit. You guys heard me tell a story before? It's amazing. Does the first funnel, that's okay. Second funnel, third funnel, fourth funnel, fifth funnel, sixth funnel, seventh funnel, eighth funnel, ninth funnel, tenth funnel. And then before they started the 11th funnel, they were moving, off, moving out of his home to a new home. And they had these flashlights that they used to sell on, um, uh, on some Shopify store. They didn't sell, they didn't move very well. And they were going to be moving these to some other office. And he told his brother, like, just throw that up for this funnel this week. Let's just sell some flashlights. And they threw it up on a funnel. Instead of calling it a flashlight, they called it a survival flashlight for whatever reason, because someone's attacking, you can shine in people's eyes. Um, <laughs> launches that funnel and uh, does $20 million over the next six weeks. Insane, right? So you don't know. So if we're spending from funnel acting life till now, trying to get the perfect funnel, you're doing it wrong. Like it's taking a whole bunch of crap and throwing it against the wall and seeing what sticks, Right? It's not trying to like get this thing perfect and try to figure it out. Like that's the power of click funnels. You can do a funnel week. You do a funnel a day. Okay. Every time you do an interview, like every time I do a, I do a Facebook live, I can make a funnel about the Facebook live. Like, oh my gosh, I said Facebook live. It was amazing. Talk about hook story offer. You want to give me an email address and I'll take you to the, to the thing and start using that to start generating leads. Like, like now that we've been drilling your mind of the importance of having these lists and having this black box, like everything you'd be doing should be creating that. Okay. And you'll keep getting better and better and better as you do it. Okay, but you're putting out these front-end funnels. And then the goal, again, is that I just want this to break even. If I break even, if I get a customer from here to come into here and it's free, like we won. I remember Stephen and I um, did a funnel for a guy, and I'm not going to mention his name because uh, it'll make me angry. Um, we were trading for this thing, and it was really fun. And then we built him this funnel, and we launched it. And um, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I remember uh, we were freaking out. 
Uh, do you remember this? We're like going nuts and we're like, oh my gosh, like this funnel, it was above, it was like, I think they were like all, like it was like one and a half times uh, increased on ad spend, like, like super profitable up front. And their team was all pissed and like, oh, well, you can only made like $500 this week. I'm like, dude, like it's, it's profitable on the front end. Like, you don't understand, like when we have a funnel that breaks even on the front end, we're like celebrating, having party, like, oh, this is amazing. We broke even. Like, because we know that means we got customers for free. And then it, because we have a value ladder, we send them up. Everything that happens at this point forward is pure, unadulterated profit that goes into our pockets, right? The second ad, I don't have to buy because I've got them in here. Now everything else they buy here is free, Right? And we're telling this, and they're like, oh, but like the return of ad spend is not good enough. And they're like, all these things. And they end up shutting the funnel down. And like, we were like literally going to go fly out there and kill them because we were so angry because they didn't understand. Like, if you have a funnel that breaks even, you should be celebrating. If you can get customers for free, you should be celebrating. But if you only have a funnel and this is your entire business, then you're going to be in trouble because this is not a business, right? This is how we convert people from over here into, boom, into our world. Now they're in our world. Now we can serve them, right? Now we can take the next step. Now we can do what we need to do to get them the result they want. Okay, we provide more value to them and they become more valuable to us. It all happens in the next phase of just now we've got them. Now, how do we, how do we send them up? This is where the money is made in the business. Okay, you should not be making money in the side of the business. All this money you make here should be dumped back into here to keep generating this thing, keep this thing growing, keep it growing and keep it growing. And then after they're here, now this is where, this is where your business is made. Okay, so for some of you guys who've been struggling at this point, it's like, oh, that's why Russell, I only have this. I spent the last six months building a tripwire funnel. That's it. That's good. You should have done it in a weekend. Um, right? Because you're stressing about writing a book. Don't write a book. This is ridiculous. Guess what our best-selling tripwire is? It's not the books I spent a year writing. It's a stupid piece of paper. It's literally the perfect webinar piece of paper. It's a piece of paper. That's our highest converting one. John's like, can you know the piece of paper? I'm like, but I want to write a book. He's like, why? I'm like, because my ego. I don't know. I have no idea. It doesn't actually convert as well, but so it doesn't have to be these fancy things like go this weekend and map out in your, in your list of products, like what could you bust out this weekend? Like, okay, well, I could interview that person, that person, that person. I could do three or four interviews. I could do a thing. I could get a transcript. I could put together a thing. I could put together an offer like that. Like get good at just trying these things fast because I have no idea if it's going to work, right? And so if I spend six months doing it and I throw it against the wall and it falls down, I'm like, oh crap, right? As opposed to like, nope, 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 boom. Oh, that's stuck. Sweet. Let's do more of that, right? That's like honestly the power of ClickFunnels. The biggest problem I had prior to ClickFunnels, it took us on average three months to launch per funnel, okay? So I had four shots a year with our team and usually one out of four worked. We had one funnel work per year out of four shots. In some years, none of them hit, which is a scary thing, right? And so like that was like my reality. It's like best case scenario, we got four funnels. Right now I can sit down tonight. Before, during our lunch break, I can sit down. I can bust out five new front end funnels based on interviews I've done in the past and have them up and running and John driving ads from my morning right? Not that hard. That's the power of what we're talking about here. So doing things, doing things and realizing breaking even, breaking even. As soon as you get to break even, now it's like, boom, now it's off the races. When you have a funnel that breaks even, you guys should be in the, in the group freaking out, flipping out, doing dances, having a party. We should all be celebrating it because that's when you won, okay? When we get a funnel that hits break even, that means that's at least a million dollar your business on the back end if you do it right, okay? So that's what we're talking about after lunch is how do you do it right? How do you, after you've got these people, what's the process? How do we how do we take them? How do we send them? How does that all look? And that's going to be the, the next and the last phase we talk about during this event. You've been listening to one of our gold members only podcasts. Make sure you upgrade and become a diamond member and get access to the diamond members only podcast as well. On top of that, you also get access to the whole enchilada with all dance courses and so much more. So make sure you upgrade to diamond now by going to diamondupgrade.com.